is up, everyone? It's your boy, Dave. Your boy! And with me, as always, is the hype man, Shane. Hey! A.K.A. the Shane Dog. Woof, woof. I like that woof. Hell yeah. A.K.A. again, Shane Nasty. Ew, that's gross. God damn, I love you, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Uh, I love you too, buddy. Oh, shucks. And with us is the rambling man, Russell. Hi. Not as good as Shane. A.K.A. Russell Mania. Ooh, yeah. (sighs) A.K.A. again, producer Russell. Yeah. Mine aren't really set up the same way as Shane's are, or I'm just not like as good coming up with sound effects. (laughs) His his are easier to do than yours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I guess I could start screaming my name when you say producer. You could. Like Timberland. Who? The shoes? (laughs) Timberland. (laughs) This is the DQP Weekly. I'm on a hot streak for remembering the name. Um, Every episode so far. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good job. Uh, this is a show where we talk about movies and news and sometimes death. And like sometimes we talk about, I don't know, games. Video games. Video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. I need to look that up. No need to pause. I just oh, okay. remembered something. <laughs> I didn't know what, what to do. Um,. What do we got first, Russell? We have correspondence. Correspondence, huh? Yeah. Correspondence. <laughs> I was going to say, that's just a fancy <laughs> word for email, right? Yeah. Uh, this email is from Dick. Love that, Dick. He emailed us back even after I. <laughs> even know, after we all made fun of him? Shit, yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't remember what we said last week. I'm it pretty sure it wasn't nice. I took some <laughs> muscle relaxers and Adderall. I don't. <laughs> Whoa, Shades getting wild. I'm not entirely sure you should mix those. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was MDMA, but it was really roofies. Are you trying to be Joe Rogan? No, I, <laughs> I've watched The Hangover one and two recently. So uh, uh, yeah, Joe Rogan. DMT takes MDMA gives uh, whoa. DMT yes uh, anyway <laughs> emails <laughs> Shane yeah why are you so uncomfortable talking about whether or not Hitler would have liked Steve Irwin I'm not uncomfortable about it I just don't give a shit <sighs> oh Dick continues to write I honestly don't know how anyone could possibly even slightly dislike the guy even a man as evil and disgusting as Hitler. Anywho, I hope I can get this in in time for you to read it on the show. I'd be really disappointed in the episode if I didn't get to hear you guys talk to me via answering this email. I know you thought you lost me as a listener, but hey, as long as I have emails for you, I'll keep listening. So he just I, wants to talk. I, like, Is, is he trying to cross-promote his show yeah, I and think our so. show? He hasn't actually I said so. his show. And like, he doesn't um, really have a show right now. <laughs> Whoa! Oh. Also, he writes, Dave, I love you. He might not anymore. <laughs> uh, he still whoops. loves me. Get that big, juicy boy a pizza party. Oh, sorry, sorry, I did that wrong. Get that big, juicy boy 
a pizza party. He deserves it. Aww. Love Dick. Aw, Dick. Um, you sweetie. So I also think he dick. just keeps emailing us to talk about Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Not gonna lie. Yeah, the way yeah. that was also worded there in the middle was kind of odd. Let me see it. The uh I honestly don't know how anyone could possibly even slightly dislike the guy, even a man as evil and disgusting as Hitler. Because before that, the last person uh, he had talked he had talked about Hitler and Steve Irwin in the last sentence. So it's not precise as to who he's talking about in that next sentence. I also paused to let you answer the question, which didn't <laughs> didn't help either. <laughs> but we're gonna assume the best of Dick. And assume that he was talking about Steve, Steve Irwin, Irwin and, not and honestly like, don't know how anyone could dislike the guy. It yeah. was the best of dick. It was the worst of dick. <laughs> <laughs> a tale of two dicks. <laughs> a tale as, tale as old as time. <laughs> a dick as old as time. <laughs> oh, man. We love you, Dick. I mean, I do. I can't speak for Russell or Shane. I mean, I love Dick. I, I like Dick. <laughs> it's all just a trap. For some reason, it sounds weirder when Russell says it. What was the hesitancy? Yeah, <laughs> Russell like purposefully says it wrong. <laughs> I love Dick. <laughs> Questioning it. <laughs> Questioning how much he loves Dick. Didn't know you were that confused. It said pause for awkward silence about Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me that it, that it doesn't say that. All right. So uh, you guys want some headlines? Give us that sweet headlines, daddy. All right. I'm going to give you some headlines. Oh, can I have not said that? <laughs> nope. It's nope. there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it out in a sound bit. <laughs> give me those Please sweet do. headlines, yeah. daddy. That's going to be on every single episode with it has headlines now, I think. That's going to be the... <laughs> Give me those sweet headlines, Daddy. Every time. I'll accept it. <laughs> All right. Up first. Halloween ends. Uh, uh, really? Yep. <laughs> That's not English, buddy. It's not anything, buddy. <laughs> All right. Up first. Halloween ends. Raps filming, making this the supposed last time Jamie Lee Curtis will return to the role of Laurie Strode. That Ooh. is until next year when we get Halloween ends again. That's that the last bit is a joke. Oh, uh, okay. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> now I get it. See, that's how unbelievable it is that this will be her last yeah, time. You can't even I mean, make a joke about it. As a horror movie guy, I know that it's probably a lie. Yeah. 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 She's gonna be playing fucking Laurie Strode posthumously. <laughs> Whoa. She's gonna like come back as Michael Myers. No, I mean they're just gonna like fucking do her like uh they did Leia and Oh yeah. Uh what's Probably. Fuck? uh Grandma Tarkin and the thing I was thinking required a puppeteer. No, not her actual corpse. <laughs> Jesus fucking I mean what that would make sense. It's, it's a, horror a horror movie, movie. yes, but Moving on. Dude. <laughs> It'd be pretty horrific. That would be the most gnarly horror movie if all the actors were puppets of corpses. <laughs> Didn't we do Poltergeist? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there were a lot of movies that had skeletons, uh, real skeletons in them before that. It's just 
that one they told them they weren't real. <laughs> uh, I really liked uh, the last Halloween, so hopefully this one is good. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it is good, and hopefully it is the end of the franchise because, like, I can't keep being engaged with the same thing over and over again. I stopped after like Saw Five. I only got to three on the saws, so you got me beat there. I don't know if I watched three or not, but yeah, I definitely watched the first two. But you know what I mean. Anyway. Up next, Lazy Capcom has been accused of using a stock logo for the Street Fighter 6 reveal. On that note, Street Fighter 6 is coming out soon. We don't have a release date, but I'm sure it won't take long if all we're doing is reskinning Street Fighter 5. <laughs> Pause for laughter. <laughs> I gotta show Dave this, uh... This uh, the comparison, logos. yeah, the comparison of the logos. Yeah. I because it's I we, love we, could, we could make Barry hate us and be like, Hey, you want to yeah. flash that on the flash screen? this on the screen, please? <laughs> I think Barry already hates us. <laughs> Look at that, that's the stock image of which one is which. Well, the one that says Street Fighter under it. Oh, okay, <laughs> wow, I'm just yeah, gonna that's... show it to one of the cameras because I can do that. Yeah, that's like the exact same. Or it is the exact can same. Can I? Oh, I can I can make it. I can make it embiggened. Here you go, guys. Look at that. Embiggened. So that one is a stock image and the other one is the Street Fighter logo for the new game. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they spray painted that nice little six there, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. I've not played like a newer Street Fighter in a long time. I don't think I played five yet. What? I don't know. I spaced out. <laughs> Holy shit! We dude. thought you had something. No, I he's spaced got, out. He's got hard. more. I got a. Uh, I got my booster yesterday, and today I am. Whew. Feeling it. All right. Uh, first print VHS tape of The Terminator sells at auction for. Let's take some guesses. I mean, I know. Well, then you go second. Okay. How much did it go for, Dave? <laughs> All right. So my copy of Terminator One on VHS probably did not go this. Would not be this expensive. Um, I'm going to go with sixty nine. Just sixty nine dollars? Six, no, sixty nine thousand. Sixty nine thousand dollars. Yeah. A, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, B, no. Ugh. Uh, you're close. If fifty percent is close, yeah, that's a little high. <laughs> it is for me. Two hundred percent. Whatever. It's thirty two. $32,000. That's still a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of money for, for a, VHS a fucking VHS. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. The lot. return on investment of that is fucking amazing. Too yeah. bad nobody know v- new VHS tapes were going to be fucking worth anything. Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably a factory sealed one. I would imagine. I would guess. You're because I have a copy. Sealed. Thanks. You're welcome. I have a copy of Terminator that's a decent shape, but it's not going to be worth that much. Is it a first print? I don't think so. Oh. You should find out. I should. Yeah. I probably, like, my my buddy who uh, got that's me like, into collecting. That's like four weeks worth of groceries. 
<laughs> well, two if you're me. But <laughs> uh, huh. uh, a buddy hey. got me into collecting. Yeah, like he he's found some pretty gnarly tapes that are worth a lot of money, but not that much. Yeah, yeah. It's that's that's I can't even. Anyway, so Marvel's Netflix series is coming to Disney Plus March sixteenth in Canada. Uh, doesn't appear to be a date for the U.S., but that does make us think that Disney Plus isn't going to be afraid of being more mature. Wait, what is Marvel's Netflix series? Oh, uh, so oh, okay, that eh, maybe. So overseas, I'm not sure about in Canada, but at least overseas, mm-hmm. um, Disney Plus or like Hulu doesn't really exist. Yeah. Uh, so Disney Plus has Star, which is like a subsection of it that is like behind some kind of parental lock, oh, and it okay. has all the mature stuff that's on Hulu and uh, uh, for like Marvel stuff and mm-hmm. all the Fox stuff that they've bought and everything. All that goes on to Star. It's not Stars; it's Star, but it's huh. all it's part of the Disney Plus. Uh, subscription in other countries uh so all that stuff goes on to hulu here but that might change soon not i mean like in the next year or two soon not like next week yeah that's interesting so they are but they are going to so the primary takeaway here is that they are going to put them back up after taking them off of netflix just don't know exactly where in the u.s yet yeah Probably Hulu. That was my original assumption. Um, Also, here's a weird one. All right. I'm ready. Charlie XCX is releasing a signature line of douches. We don't have to talk about that, but I wanted to say it. Can I? Who is that? Yeah. Uh, She's like uh, a musical artist. It's just like somebody like that's I questioned that. fucking Tumblr famous or some shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about her. But she's been famous since like 2012, and it's like she's somehow she just like popped up out of nowhere. Okay, I don't, yeah, I, don't I don't know I don't, or care who it is. I guess. Yeah, I don't. It's it's just on par with uh, Goop. Uh, I feel like good old so Goop. I, so I wanted to include it because because we've talked about going to the Paltrow a few times. Yeah. Um. Last uh, up Super for Bowl commercial was oh, funny. Yeah, that was that was fucked. Yep. <laughs> if you didn't see the Super Bowl commercial, it's uh basically a bunch of people like eating stuff eating. that's not supposed to be eaten. Yeah. Because Door DoorDash or Uber Eats, it was Uber Eats. Yeah. Uber Eats is doing like grocery pickups and stuff now. So like they were talking about like your laundry detergent and shit. So Gwyneth Paltrow was on there, and if you remember, she made vagina-smelling candles. Yep. And she, like, eats one of her candles in the commercial, and instead of being like, she's not like, ew, gross, or anything, she's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and she's the only one that enjoyed the yeah, non-edible yeah. thing that she ate. Yeah, everyone else is like, ugh, what? This isn't food. Which would probably be my same reaction. Uh, so, for the first time in two decades, Activision, independently of Microsoft, which I don't believe, uh, decides to skip a year on Call of Duty releases, pushing 2023's Treyarch release to 2024. Whoa. Uh, so, 
was it a Treyarch release that was supposed to come out next year? Yeah. We still have a game coming out this fall. Because it's oh, 2022. So it might not. Well, maybe. I think it might be the Sledgehammer game. Yeah, maybe. So here's what I'm thinking. Because, okay, so uh, this is what happened. There's a lot of things that happen with uh, the last two Call of Duty games. Uh, yeah. In 2020, we got um, Cold War, which was a Treyarch game. Uh, and it was supposed to be a sledgehammer game that came out in 2020, um, which was going to be Vanguard, but they, they delayed the game, that game and pushed Cold War up. Yeah. Uh, Cold War had a bunch of problems, but they ended up getting everything into the game and fixed by the end of its lifespan. Yeah. Uh, which they only get a year lifespan like we just talked about. Um, and then Vanguard came out. Vanguard was still a mess. Uh, in this article from Bloomberg that we just got the title from, uh, they talk about um, how poorly that the current, they don't even name it in this, they're just like, the current iteration <laughs> uh, is doing, and how they're disappointed in it. So they talk, they're talking about they're pushing off the release after a recent entry in the series failed to meet expectations, leading some executives to believe that they're introducing new versions too rapidly. Which, I mean, we've all kind of thought that anyone that's played Call of Duty in the last 20 years is like, why do I keep getting a new one every year? Yeah, it's obnoxious. I haven't played Call of Duty in a long time, and I still think that... <clears throat> yeah, so this is the part that I found interesting. I mean, yeah, it's interesting that we're not getting a, a full-fledged $60, $70 now title um, next year. Mm -hmm. Um but this is what I thought was interesting. Uh, Activision is working on other projects to fill the gap next year. Call of Duty game is set to come out this fall, which will receive a steady stream of additional content. And there will be a new free-to-play online title next year. Treyarch, the Activision-owned studio, working on the now-delayed game, so it is their game that got delayed, Okay, hmm. um, will also help with the free-to-play title. So here's what I'm thinking. If they're doing a new free-to-play game while they're still supporting Warzone, yeah, which is this is something that we talked about at length before at some point. I don't even remember what fucking show we talked about it on. Um, wanting a free to play zombies game. Yes. Treyarch's going to be working on it. Yes. Uh, there was a post on Reddit today before I saw this uh, that was one of the developers uh, that works at Treyarch, I think. Um, they posted a zombie emoji and said something about we're coming next year. Oh, fuck. So if we get a free-to-play Outbreak or Warzone-style zombies game, I'm, I mean, fucking A, dude. That's what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that, that's exactly what we wanted, like, and that's what they should do, like, it's obvious, like, the writing's on the wall, like, it's literally right in front of them, Yeah, like, Zombies is a huge hit, everyone fucking, well, not everyone, but, like, a ton of people, like, Zombies has its own fan base, you have yeah. people buying the Treyarch <clears throat> game specifically to play Zombies, yeah. and then, and everyone was excited that Vanguard was gonna have a Zombies, everyone was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Vanguard's gonna have a Zombies, we were super excited about it. 
We got it. It's fucking trash. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Like they did do an update for season two that just came out like a couple weeks ago. I haven't played it yet because I haven't booted that game up in like two months. <laughs> so I updated and played like a few games for season two so far, but it's still like wasn't that literally know. because we got a new TV? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like it was fun at first, but it just—I don't know. It, it's not. It's there's too many problems. It's too much of a pain in the ass. Like, but yeah, free to play zombies game would be amazing. That's what they should be doing, uh, especially outbreak style. And then like, yeah, add some old classic maps on there for extra content for people to go through. They did a thing a few years back where they did a like a zombies collection. And it was a bunch of the old maps remastered and stuff like that. Okay. The Chronicles? Yeah, chron- Zombies Chronicles. Yeah, a lot um, of people have been wanting that, too. Yeah. You know, they want a new version of that. Like, so, so just do it that way. Like, put, like, Outbreak as the primary mode, like how yeah. Battle Royale is on Warzone. And then yeah, give us, you know, some other extra shit, some other extra maps and stuff. And fucking Easter eggs, man. People love that shit. Like... It's true. Yeah, but... Saying it was an independent decision of Microsoft, from Microsoft, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't foresee that because it's pretty suspicious that they would decide to do this after. Like, this is the move they should have made years ago, especially when these games got more complicated to make and they started coming out with like a fuck ton of problems. Like, yeah, the executives at Activision ultimately deciding that that's the move. Okay, but why they wouldn't even. Like, why they wouldn't even want to acknowledge any, like, influence from Microsoft, like, kind of confuses me, because I don't, I, I Microsoft that's the case. Microsoft doesn't own them yet. It's not a done, I mean, it's a done deal, but it's not finished. They haven't taken control yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Activision remains autonomous, and Microsoft could decide to change these plans after the acquisition, which is expected to be finalized by the summer of 2023, pending approval from regulators. The shares declined as much as 1.4% in extended trading Tuesday on the news of the delay. Holy shit. So a, we got like a year, a little over a year left before yeah. the deal is going to be finalized? Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, all these deals end up working like that, especially these huge ones, because it's got to go through all kinds of regulations to make sure all yeah. the antitrust stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I've There was a deal that just went through in the fall that it only took like four months for them to finalize. So like, but that didn't have anything to do with like video games and there was yeah, no but, antitrust policy to have to look at. So. Yeah. This is like a $69 billion acquisition. Yeah. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, the Call of Duty games are developed by a rotating stable of Activision's development studios. So if you guys had know anything about Call of Duty, you know that. Uh, this year's entry, 2022 entry, is a new Modern Warfare game made by the Woodland Hills, California-based Infinity Ward. So there's still one coming out this year. Uh, appar- apparently, according to executives that talked to uh, Schreer, Jason Schreer, uh, that's reporting for Bloomberg, I think he writes for other stuff. I'm pretty sure he started with Polygon. Yeah. But, um... Uh... Some executives said that they thought that the reason that Vanguard is failing is because it people are still playing uh, Cold War or their burnout because of Cold War. It's because Vanguard sucks. Yeah. 
Like, so they they've also lost a fuck ton of people to Apex. Yeah, and like just other games. Just in general, general. like people are still playing Overwatch. They've been playing Overwatch for what, like six years now. Yeah, I love Overwatch. So yeah, like the people that love Overwatch aren't going to come back to Call of Duty until there's a reason to. Yeah, like they're basically like their their niche is first person shooters, and they're not. They once upon a time could have been considered the best first person shooter in the market or at least equal to halo yeah uh, as far as like but the it's different so your fan base is going to be different but like at this point they've fallen so far from like that tiered list uh fallen so far from the top that like you're not going to get some of these players back until you have something concrete and substantial yeah they need they need a good game that they're going to run for two years yeah, we've said this before. They need to run two-year cycles instead of one-year cycles. You yep. can make a better game that way. You can do more support. You'll get better value out of the out of your customer. Yep. Uh, you'll also get more um, out of your uh, esports, like so on and so forth. There's a lot. Yeah, that that changes. Yeah, for sure. And like, I and don't you know why do, they don't do it that way. You can support it by doing twelve seasons. Like, I like the six seasons. You just add six more seasons. Like I think yeah. the two months seasons are are good. Uh, you just add more seasons to each game yeah. as far as like your online stuff goes. But so the way they bounce back and forth between studios, that's going to give each studio four years to make a game instead of two. Because right now they have two bouncing yeah. back and forth. They get yeah. two years, or unless they come in and they're like, "Hey Treyarch, can you last minute make a zombies map for this game?" Yeah, like and then they had three months to do it. But even so, they only had three months to make that map for Vanguard. And like, I hate that zombies mode, but three months that's is pretty, pretty fucking good. impressive. I've yeah. not played it, but that that sounds like a hell of a small window to try to make a game. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. It seems pretty. It's the obvious move they should have made years ago. Yeah. So yeah, on I agree the note with, that. with Microsoft, hopefully Microsoft doesn't come in and fuck it up and get money hungry. I mean, I feel like there's plenty of money to be made off this game, especially oh, yeah. with all the purchasable shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also more likely to buy a skin knowing I can use it back and forth for two years. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't mind spending money on Black Ops because I love the game. Yeah. Cold War was fantastic. Awesome. And like, I love the skins. I, I probably spent like $200 on that game. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of extra money after the initial purchase on. Oh, yeah. After the initial purchase on. Yeah. Human Torch was designed a bank loan. I can't talk today. You're it's supposed to do shot. your talking uh, exercises before the show. It's because he's all boosted up. There wasn't any old men available to pay me. You know what's not boosted up? What isn't boosted up? Dying Light. Oh, no. I have to uh, make an update, revisit my review of Dying Light. Revisit. To- um, because I finished it last week. You finished it, or it finished you? No, I finished it. Okay. Did you finish That's each other? No, I did not finish. Um, the shame. I I also this makes the jokes we just made makes this worse. I also listened to uh Bill from Indy finish the game. Uh. Anyway, um, so basically, I I gave I think I gave the story a four and the gameplay like a ten. The gameplay is more like an eight. Um, 
which isn't that big a difference, but it still is really glitchy. Uh, some of the stuff just doesn't work. Sometimes there's some like super annoying shit that happens. Um, and it's all like situational. There's a lot of, in, in like game design, I'm including into the gameplay. Um, th- they didn't tell you how to do like about 600 things that you can do. Um, you can climb ropes. You can, which never tells you that. Uh, you can run through doors that are locked. Never tells you that. Uh, you can uh, get zombies to get away from you if they're like holding on to you and it gives you a mash X prompt. You can pull out a UV light bar and get them to get away from you. Never tells you you can do that. That's pretty wild since like the first one third of the game is a tutorial. Non-stop tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. Tool tips every five seconds. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah. It's super weird, man. Um, There's a bunch of stuff you can land on if you fall from heights and it won't hurt you some of the moves you can do to zombies off of a building or uh, living people off of a building, uh, you fall on top of them and it doesn't hurt you, no matter from how high, doesn't matter. You just don't get hurt. Doesn't tell you that. Um, that might be an accident. Though. Maybe. <laughs> um, but that's not the most egregious thing. The okay. most egregious thing is the writing. The oh. story is oh. like the biggest fucking trash fire uh, that I've ever witnessed in a role-playing game so it gets worse yes oh no uh and i didn't even experience the worst of it bill from india experienced the worst of it especially after hearing what i had to say about my playthrough basically the problem with this game is um the the writing is bad and i don't know if like they didn't work on it until like two months before the game was supposed to come out and then they wrote all the dialogue or what there's so much circle talking um there's problems with uh we just talked about this 5 seconds ago and now we're talking about it again uh possibly because of choices that are made but that should yeah. be hashed out when you're going through your through your game yeah. making sure that things uh line up um just the way that you get to certain endings the best ending you have to side with the people that treat you like absolute shit uh, but they're actually the good guys and you don't know that until the end of the game. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense until the end of the game. Um, what the fuck? The people that seem to be the good guys that are like the law and order guys that are the only people that don't lie to you the entire game lie to you extremely hard at the end of the game and are the fucking bad guys. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Huh. The story is trash. And it's a one. It's a fucking one. The story's you, a one. Holy shit. You feel very passionate no, about it, this. No, it, it pissed me off because, like, I was like, when I played through it, I was like, this makes no sense. Maybe the other way makes sense, but this makes no sense. Like, because I read about the game before I played through the end, right? Yeah. So I, I made sure I made the decisions that I made to get the ending that I wanted. But, like, if I had played just by, like, how I felt about the characters that I was interacting with, I would have gotten the worst possible ending because I would have been like, Oh, these people tried to kill me. Fuck them. Oh, this person lied to me and betrayed me. Fuck him. You know, this person that betrayed me is like, I'm, I just fought him. Why would I not kill him? I've been killing all these other people and he just like, (laughs) he just tried to kill me. Why would I not kill him? 
worst ending, worst ending, worst ending, worst ending. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Huh. It's so, ridiculous. So I only got like 20 hours in, I think, at this point. I, think I, I don't think like you've made any real decisions hours. yet. No, I've decided which way water flows to camps, I think. Oh, yeah, and that doesn't matter. Oh, cool. I mean, it... What? It, <laughs> that so sounds that important. not matter? Yeah, it sounds important, but all that does... It, I mean, it, it matters, I guess. Uh, so what you do is you side with the guys that end up being the bad guys for all of the resources so that you get the best stuff from them because the stuff from everyone else just gets in your way. And then you don't side with them on all the decisions and then you get the best ending. But the best ending still sucks. Yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of. All the endings suck. Okay. There, it, it, there's not really a good like ah everyone's happy but like that's fine if it's like if it's written well and it's sad and like makes you feel something that's cool but if it's yeah. just like this stuff Fucking happened annoying. yeah like, i don't care yeah yeah so the first thing i found myself doing was like skipping all the extra dialogue yeah so all the white dialogue eventually like about 10 hours in i was like I don't care about any of this extra shit because it's just them fucking circle talking and nonsense. Yeah, that was the worst part about yeah. that is like it's just you repeat everything. If yeah. you just hit the yellow one, you get bits and pieces of the other two of the other two options or the other right. three options. So then I started just hitting the yellow ones when I was like, okay, okay, and I did that for like a couple hours, and then uh, eventually I realized the best option for listening to the story was to, to like hold B to not listen and, and just skip, skip everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sometimes do that with games where I'm like, I just want to fucking play. <laughs> like, I'm just... yeah. Which yeah. some games it's fine, but this is like. It's a, a role fucking game. role playing game. Yeah, like yeah. I, I should be invested in these characters and the story, and I should be making decisions based on feelings, and like it just doesn't provoke anything. Like, no, I don't know. All it does, the only thing it provokes, is me being pissed off at some of the characters, and they're all the characters that are not the ones you should be pissed off at. Yeah, like there's just like no one likable. I liked some of the PKs. I didn't side with them, hmm. and the ones that I like die anyway. So oh. The ones that I like die anyway in every playthrough. You can't save them. Cool. The Love only characters, game. the only NPCs that I liked in the whole game, can't save them. <laughs> I got a question. Sure. For the end of the game. Sure. Does the light die at the end? No. The light inside the soul of the player dies. Yeah. Oh, well, so definitely. <laughs> okay, so if, if, if by the, does the light die, if you mean do you have to watch a PlayStation 2 cutscene? Yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to make a dumb joke about the light fucking dies yeah. inside your heart. Damn. I, I actually went back to playing Cyberpunk. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. They, they did a big update on Cyberpunk. They did a big update, but we'll, we'll probably hit that at some point. I want to yeah. play it a little bit play more. Play it more, yeah. Maybe, yeah. You know what? Maybe I'll download it and I'll play it too. I mean, Bro. I have the game. I just got to get the update. That's cool. We should totally like play it together. Oh wait, that's not an option. Yeah, and I couldn't anyways. <laughs> uh, so this week with Channing Tatum, yeah, the Tatum talk. Uh, talk Tatum. Dog, uh, the movie about an army ranger and the army dog Lulu. Uh, oh, but she's a good girl. 
It has made a total in domestic of $18.871 million. Uh, it's doing terribly internationally, apparently. Um, I mean, it's a U- U.S. Yeah. military movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like $18 million here and then $1.1 million abroad. So for a total Ooh. of 20, uh, about $20 million, 55000 that so it's, seems it's nice. doing okay. Right? I think it's only been out for the one weekend. Yeah. Do you have the budget pulled up by chance too? Uh, I. It should be on here. Where's that? Oh, uh, no. What the fuck? Why doesn't this have the budget? Hold on. Full financials. Oh. I gotta like email them. <laughs> email them and ask what the budget was. What? Wait. What? <laughs> Excuse me, what is the budget for this movie? <laughs> what? Sincerely, Shane. Yeah. Domestic, MPAA, running time, comparisons, keywords, blah, 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 blah. This doesn't, I can't believe this doesn't have the further financial details. Nope. That's, you know. That's okay. okay. I was just curious. Yeah. That's kind of, I'm kind of. We, you should email them and tell them to email us the budget. Well, let me. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, please do. If you don't, I'll do it. I'm trying to find the budget. I'm on the Wikipedia. Good old Wikipedia. It never lies. It has how much they spent on uh, television spots. Hmm. Cool. Oh, budget. $15 million. Uh, They spent $16.3 million on television spots that generated $1.17 billion impressions. Hmm. But they're only at twenty million now. Yeah, so they have not. They made the budget of the movie itself, but they have not made the ad budget back too. Interesting. But that's it for this week with Channing Tatum. The Tatum talk. I like it. Or talking Tatum. Is that what we're talking talk? Tatum's? Talking Tatum's. Talking Tatum's. Ta- ta- talking about Tates. Tanning. Ta- tanning Tatum. Talking about Tates. That's the song. I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, but that song leads me to another song, because we're visiting a special place. Where are we visiting, Dave? We're going to the trailer park! We're Welcome to, to the, the trailer, trailer park. park! We got trailer parks! Sometimes we're a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we were saving up all the energy for that spot. Now we're dead. <laughs> uh, so the first one that we watched uh, was "Our Flag Means Death." Yeah, dude, I'm stoked for this now. Fucking a. Uh, which is uh, this is what HBO Max says on their YouTube channel. The unique new comedy is loosely based on the true adventures of 18th century would-be pirate Steed Bonnet, played by Reese Darby. After trading in his comfortable life for one of a buccaneer, Steed becomes captain of a pirate ship, but struggles to earn the rep- respect of his potentially... Oh my god. Show more. Fuck you, YouTube. Of his show mutinous, more. Of his potentially mutinous crew, Steed's fortunes changed after fateful run-in with the infamous Captain Blackbeard, played by Taika Waititi. It's a Max original comedy series. 
It looks hilarious. Did it you starts streaming on March 3rd. March 3rd. Fuck it. There's, the, there's the I'm date. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Uh, we should watch did, it. Did you did you speak the words? <laughs> did the words come out of your mouth in the order of loosely based on tr- a true story? Loosely based on the true adventures of 18th century would-be pirate Steed Bonnet. Yes. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Dude. <I don't> know. <laughs> I'm even more excited because they reminds me of uh, what we do in the shadows, which if you've not watched that is fucking fantastic. Which is also loosely based loosely on based. a true story. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's true. Uh, no, it's not. Vampires are real though. Uh, yeah. they're real, Shane. People who get their just Dagula fangs. Like, don't you dare say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how the fuck video are we going to do that? Don't run the <laughs> illusion. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dave's going to have to walk off and put like white face paint on and a just cloak. Like, just like fall down in your chair, like push the chair back, fall down under the table, put it on, come back up, and be like Bleh. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea who you who you're mentioning. Who's Dave? You? Well, I don't know who that is. That's not a person. What? Jay. You said it wrong. Yes, Dave La. Dave La. Yeah. No. Anyway, that's his name. Our flag means death. It's going to be on uh, HBO Max, March third. Yeah, this looks ridiculous, and uh, I I always like the mixture of uh, like modern music with period piece. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Like like, so, I always like that mix, especially when it's like supposed to be kind of lighthearted and goofy. Mm -hmm. Um, and this looks very lighthearted and goofy. Yeah. 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 All right. So this one is not lighthearted and goofy. No. (laughs) That we know is fucking terrifying. So, uh, coming to Hulu March fourth is fresh. Uh, fresh what? It's just called fresh. Fresh meat, that's what. Yeah, uh fresh so, meat, let's eat. I think that's, that's what he weird. was kind of saying. I, don't, I regret saying that was kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> oh, the the Hulu put he seems nice. That's it. That's all it says about the show. Uh Daisy Edgar Jones and Sebastian Stan star in Mimi Caves Fresh. Uh streaming March 4th on Hulu, only on Hulu. Um so it looks like uh, uh, Daisy is having some dating problems and finds Sebastian Stan in uh, in the produce section of her local market. Yeah, that's how you meet people, right? Yeah, produce I mean, like section? in real life. Yeah, like not try not to meet them on Tinder because this might actually happen to you. That's uh, how I met Shane on Tinder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one of us catfished the other one? <laughs> anyway, both. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but anyway, um, so they like go out on a few dates, and then like her friend keeps war- it, the the trailer reminded me of uh Get Out, right? Yeah, because it has yeah. like the it has she has her girlfriend that's at home, and she's like like. What do you know about this guy? Like, what's going on there? Like, this all seems shady as fuck. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's fine. And then she's like, what's going on? Sebastian stands like, 
I'm going to tell you, but you're going to be upset. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, so he was shopping in the produce aisle for fresh produce. Sure. To put in a stew that he's later going to put her in. Yeah. Uh, I, I also, also, like, in the trailer, there's a joke that I thought was hilarious. Because uh, he says something about living on aisle six. Like, I live over here on aisle six. Yeah. And then he's like, that was dumb. What I said. And she's like, that was bad. Yeah. It was a good thing on Russell joke. Yeah. So I liked it. But you gotta, you you can like turn bad jokes into good jokes yeah. by being, well, I mean, A, looking like Sebastian Stan and yeah. B, being as smooth as Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, you, when he. The smooth tricks. part is important because yeah. if you've ever heard Mark Hamill tell a bad joke, it doesn't work as well. No. Um, they basically look like the same person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. Are they the yeah. same person? No. Yeah, well, if you didn't, Sebastian stands Mark Hamill from a universe where he didn't have a car accident. Yeah. That. Holy shit! You're right. Yeah. yeah. We got. He's a little younger. Multiverse Mark Hamill. Yeah. yeah. That you didn't see all the like before uh, Skywalker showed up in Mandalorian. You didn't see all the like fan casting of wanting Stan. Yeah, there were like a no, bunch of deep fakes where they put yeah. Sebastian Stan's face on Luke Skywalker and it just looked like Luke Skywalker. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> if he dressed like Luke Skywalker, like he would just look like Luke Skywalker from 77. Yeah. Well, now, like, yeah, now that you mention it, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of, I, I, he's like a he's like a fucking skinwalker or whatever because if you haven't watched Tom and Pammy yet or Tom and Pammy. <laughs> Pam and Tommy? <laughs> Pam and Tommy. I was like I'm ventriloquist drinking. Like I'm drinking the beer, but he's getting drunk. This is a 13 percent, by the way. Like holy fucking Christ! (laughs) Woo! Are you drunk? No. You sure? Yeah. You want to be? I don't have any alcohol to give you. I mean, we got plenty in the other room, but um, yeah. But I'm also gonna vote uh, probably best tagline of 2022 for this movie. Uh, like it will have the best tagline overall. Yeah, because uh, that's pretty great. Oh yeah, he seems nice. Yeah, uh, it, uh, this looks fucking insane. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like part of some kind of like cannibal cult, and like they're all supposed to bring a person that's like drugged out of their minds to dinner. Yeah, like I think and that's what is going on in this like trailer. That Rammstein yeah. song. And this is a movie, right? Yes, this yeah, is a movie. So this is a movie, and the other thing we watched trailer for is a, is series. a series. Yes. Yeah, this is for sure. I already want a sequel for both. (laughs) Same. Sure. Fuck it. That's it for the trailer park, I think. Are we leaving? We we just got here and we're leaving the park. But there's like some methy dudes over there, so we should probably. (laughs) I'm sure. Oh, there's this one last trailer I want to drive by. Oh yeah. Yeah. What trailer is that? It looks like an American flag, kind of. Oh, I love that trailer. Yeah. You know whose trailer that is. Oh, is that Chris Smith? Yeah, it's Chris Smith's yeah. trailer. Chris, Chris Smith sounds like the name of a guy that would live in a trailer. <laughs> it <Yeah>. does. <laughs> okay, so this next section, we're going to talk about a show that we've watched all of. The last episode came out last week. Yeah. So Let's try to do it without spoilers. But possibly spoilers for Peacemaker. Possibly spoilers. Okay. Can Peacemaker we just be like piece. fast forward like two minutes? Yeah. I mean, probably seven. Yeah. Two to seven minutes fast forward. <laughs> Probably not seven, but if you if you don't want to hear potential spoilers, go yeah. ahead and fast forward yeah. a little bit. So we're gonna do a little mini review. Yeah. 
mini review. Mini uh, review. Guys, I shouldn't even try. Uh, mini review. Mini review. It's little. That, that was, was good. Nothing. I liked that. I liked all. <laughs> Did you of that. like the Final Fantasy yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's good. That's another card I got to make. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> We're just making you make cards for shit now. Uh, so yeah, we watch. We've all watched all of Peacemaker. We watched yep. the last. I I watched the first three with Russell, and mm-hmm. then I watched the last five by myself. Yeah, you've watched it all by yourself. Uh, Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <sighs> so lonely. Um, I was gonna stop, but then I saw a eagle hug a man. <laughs> it's like a miracle. Who's <laughs> a sign? You never thought it was a sign you should uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I love that show. The show is fucking amazing. All the references to stuff that isn't in it, or maybe in it later, uh, (laughs) is fucking awesome. (laughs) Spoiler. I didn't say what. He said maybe. It's Batmite. I would have fucking shit if Batmite was in the end. Out of all the cameos we could have gotten... Or Matter Eater Lad. Fucking Matter Eater Lad? That would have been fucked yeah. up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the cameo, I thought the cameo was fantastic. Russell's kind of uh, about it. I um, also I thought it was fantastic. I don't like any of those characters. Bad opinion over there. But <laughs> I understand. You don't like those movies. You don't like the actors. You don't like the. Yeah. the like. Like the the one the one the the younger guy wearing the crimson stuff. <laughs> Just say it now, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Here, let's do it. All right, we're about to spoil the end of Peacemaker. Skip now. Yeah, go. So when the Justice Flash, League shows up, I you like don't Flash. Like, you, you like Flash, but he hasn't had a movie yet. Yeah, wait until they ruin this movie because literally yeah. everything well, that I'm seeing about this movie coming out. It's Everyone gonna say it's going to be fucking trash. Well, yeah, but I still like him and the characterization of of Barry. Him, him as yeah. Barry. Like I in in the Snyder cut for Justice League, I actually like I felt like he pulled the movie together. Yeah. Whereas like in the theatrical release for the Snyder or the just Justice League, he was just kind of there and it yeah. sucked. But he act his parts in the Snyder cut made that movie so much better, and him having all the extended scenes, like it's how Barry so like, should be. I, yeah. Like he's he's your fucking ex machina. Like go ahead. Fuck you, Barry. That's what to say. <laughs> Not you, Barry. Not Barry Barry. Yeah. The other the yeah. fast Barry. But there is a slew <laughs> Abby's still confused. Uh oh, so- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ugh, it was just there. Wow. It was there. Oh, I apologize. Are we done spoiling the end of Peacemaker? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but like, I promised them it would be short. There Spoilers. is a slew of other characters Jason Momoa could have played like in the DC universe that would have been better suited for him and his personality. And Lobo. I just, I cannot get fucking yes. Like number one, top of the list. Into him Jason Lobo. Momoa is Lobo. Number fucking one. Sorry. I'm really passionate about how much I hate all the DC stuff, which is why I should talk about Peacemaker and how much I fucking love it. Cause it's, are we done with the spoilers? The now? Bit. Yeah, we can be. We're done with the spoiler part. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back. We're still talking about, peacemaker but we're trying not to give spoilers yeah uh i think john cena needs to win an award for this 
Uh, I, I do too. I'm not even fucking kidding. Like best wrestler actor ever. Yeah, he does a fantastic job. I could probably agree with that. He does a great Dude, job. Okay, so like The Rock is really solid at being The Rock. Yes. yes. Cena can act. Yeah. That's true. He can actually act. Yeah. Yeah, this from start to finish he like his like which I loved him in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. I thought he did a great job, but... But he was just like the badass. Yeah, he was know, just kind of like the badass. The, that, with a little he, bit of comic relief. He, I hated that they killed Rick yeah. in the Suicide Squad movie because he was, he's like one of my... Like, he's one of the few characters in the DC universe that I actually really loved. Yep. And I thought he was a solid character. This whole series... Makes it worth makes it. Makes it worth it. This series makes Rick Flagg's death worth it. Yes. And that was what they needed. That was what they needed to do. And it's so like, I think that uh, was what he that I think that's what fucking Gunn did on purpose. Yeah, I think he did it that way. Yeah, he was I like, I'm gonna make them hate him, and then I'm gonna make them love him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love James Gunn. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, amazing Great guy. Yeah, uh, I just want I just I'm 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 pretty sure pretty sure he's gonna come uh fix the dc universe i fucking hope so you know because like, because i love the characters i'm not like I, I the reason i'm such a marvel fanboy and have been for the last you know like 15 years is because like how well they've done with the mcu but like i love dc and like i don't i'm not like a pick one type of person yeah. like there's room for both i just hate most of what they've done with DC movies. Right. Like, I mean, even the Nolan trilogy, like, I only like the first two of the three movies. Yeah. But there's uh, there's a lot of understanding there. A lot of understanding. I understand how the third movie went and how he was dealing with Ledger's death and stuff. But, I mean, pretty much everything post that, like, there's not really anything I've enjoyed up until that second Suicide Squad movie. Right. And I was like, whoa, this is, I'm into this. And then we got Peacemaker, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is... Yeah, like, the second Suicide Squad movie was okay. It wasn't, like, amazing. It was funny. It was super entertaining. But it wasn't, like... It wasn't, like... Fantastic. Right? See, I think its flaws come inherit with the movie universe it's related to. I, I think the movie itself. I'm not talking was about fantastic. that. Fantastic. I'm not talking about no. The the movie. I don't think that movie was fantastic. Yeah. This is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Peacemaker is approaching a ten. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I, I like. Where I think I gave that. I think I gave Suicide Squad like a seven and a half or an eight. Yeah, so the this the second Suicide Squad movie I would put around an eight. And yeah. then Peacemaker I would give probably like a nine point two five. Um yeah. just because there's there is a few things about the show that I don't necessarily love. Like some of the jokes play out too long and like some sure, of it you, is you could like, argue that, yeah. Some of it's played out for humor, but he does a lot better job than most directors where like it, the joke runs something. Like he does really good at not running a moment with a joke. And like I appreciate that. Yeah, even and, when it's a fucking comedy. Yeah, because like, because it, it is very much a comedy. Yeah, I really like the supporting cast too. I thought like I love uh, Steve Ag. That dude was hilarious. Yes, 
Yeah. I love how much the supporting cast fucking matters. Yes, yes. Like that's one of the big that's one of the big linchpins for the show for me is like how much every character in the show eventually matters. I lo- I like I love that and I also love that, you know, Harcourt and Diebeard are like original cast members. Like they're from the second movie. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, I like that too. One so let's do favorite scenes across the series. Oh fuck. I don't even know, man. I know mine. I can go sure, first go if ahead. you want. Uh so my favorite scene is in the last episode. And spoilers? <laughs> well, sort of. <sighs> this might be a spoiler. It depends on how much you care about this particular thing that's been throughout the whole show. My favorite scene is when uh fucking economist gives his monologue yes and what makes that so not only him being a great actor because he is a fantastic actor too not only him being a great actor makes that scene amazing but what else makes that scene amazing is what you were talking about with john and cena actually being able to fucking act yeah he has almost no lines during that scene and you can read every thought on his fucking face yep it's such a great fucking scene i'm gonna go with that one too Actually, because like, oh, really? Yeah, because there's a lot of scenes where Cena acts, um, and most of the scenes with uh, kind of most he's not, he's like just mostly joke being a joke, yeah, but then he like pulls that out, yeah, and it's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, that's legit, um, yeah, and it's like it, it amuses me too because like it's over something comical like the yeah, idea joke, of the thing it's not is a joke. comical but like to him it is not which like really plays into like you know yeah maybe the thing you're saying is a joke and you think it's funny but like how does that person actually feel about that thing that you're making fun of like there's yeah. so many layers to that scene and like that and it's created across the whole fucking show like it's a little thing in the beginning and yeah. then it kind of drops off and mm-hmm. then it comes back like a fucking powerhouse hammer like just fucking oh man primal concrete sledge i love it yeah primal concrete sledge yes <laughs> sorry that was pantera sorry uh, i should like let dave talk i have a favorite scene <laughs> yeah uh so i really like the whole movie but this or show not movie uh did you watch the right thing probably not oh, okay it was it on tape right yeah uh so my favorite scene actually doesn't have to do with john cena it is the scene with Vigilante in the prison. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's fantastic, too. Where he sits down with all the white supremacist dudes, and he's yep. like, so why don't we go around the table and see what we're <laughs> most happy about, or most proud of, of, uh, was like the uh, uh, African Americans in, in America. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god. Uh, fuck, how does he say it? Their contribution to uh, uh. Oh, rock and roll. Rock and, he was talking yeah. about rock, rock and roll. music. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So before the end of the show, that was my favorite scene. Yeah. So if I had to pick a second favorite scene, it was that one. It would be that scene. Yeah, I, I love that because anytime you're gonna fucking beat up a bunch of white supremacists, I'm fucking in. <laughs> and it's the way he does it because he's like, he was like, music before that was just sound like you know, like white stuff. So like sister fucking. <laughs> Yeah. The sloppy sounds of fucking your sister. Yeah, the sloppy sounds of fucking your sister. <laughs> yeah, it was good shit. Uh, runner up for a favorite scene is uh, 
the whole scene up to and including the doming of a certain white supremacist in the in the show. Because there was a lot of good acting there, and then like yeah. some definite like closure on a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah don't sure. want to talk about that a whole lot because there's definitely a spoiler <laughs> wrapped up in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But it's also a very good scene, uh, including like <laughs> vigilante, <laughs> like trying to comfort <laughs> Peacemaker. Just like, and the comic was being like brushing his hand up. No, stop it. It's creepy. It's not creepy. I love Vigilante. Is, is, he's some, got some funny shit in there. Yeah. yeah, Vigilante's great. And that's not something I was expecting with the show was I didn't expect them to bring in like kind of like a random quote unquote superhero. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of like bring him in and then make him a large part of the show. Yeah. And I was very happy to see the inclusion of that idea. And then with the other spoiler we talked about earlier, which I won't necessarily mention again, I there's a, I thought that, that was interesting that they did that because that's not something you see in a lot of these shows or movies. You don't see that thing happen. It's a very Marvel thing. Yeah. 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 Way more adult, but... Yeah. Yeah. Adult Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, overall, like, Peacemaker's pretty get, pretty great. I'd give it 9.25. It's definitely worth watching. Something I think pretty much everyone should check out. Yeah. Uh, after your kids go to bed. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Definitely after the kids go to bed. There's a lot of gore. There's definitely some like man ass, some mm-hmm. tits. Uh, is there any dick? I don't think there's any dick, but John Cena's walking around in his tidy whities so it might as well be yeah. dick. <laughs> uh,. It's very violent, though. Very violent, though. Lots of swearing, too. There's so yeah. many swears. It's a, I mean, uh, lots of swears. Danhausen would hate it. <laughs> no swearing. Now you know what I got to say to Danhausen? What? Fuck you. Don't you fucking dare say that to Danhausen. Curse you. He will curse you. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of wrestling, wrestling. I like wrestling. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I went to a live wrestling show. Oh, shit. I went to Black Label Pro Wrestling. Me and a couple of buddies. Was and we... Zach Wilde there? He was not. That's Black oh. Label Society. Oh. Um, well, um, we, me and a couple of buddies got front row seats. Oh, shit. That's cool. It, like, it was seriously like five feet from the ring. Okay. And being that close to a ring, A, it's fucking loud. Yeah. B, we got to like during one of the intermissions, I kind of like just did this to the rings, kind of patted the ring. I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking hard. Yeah. And the rope, I grabbed the rope. The rope is basically just, it's just like steel cable, like that wrap steel cable uh-huh. with rubber around it. Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah, that shit hurts. So did you get any of the wrestlers like sweat on you? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, kind of, actually. Yeah. I, w- I always assumed, like, the front row at a wrestling match felt like there was a sprinkler system on. It wasn't Gross. as bad as I, I had wor- wondered about that. Yeah. But no, it was that wasn't the thing. Uh, so the first match... <laughs> that whoa. wasn't the thing? Was it come? Like, no. no. <laughs> okay. People. Okay. Uh, so the first wrestling match was... His name was... I believe it was Trey Lamar. I never really heard of him. And a, an- another guy, I think it was... I think his name is Henry Anthony, something like that. He was at NXT last year. 
right before sure. Vince cut every uh, independent wrestler, uh, every fucking person. Yeah, but they wrestled, and uh, we like I said we we're front row. Sure. And Trey Lamar went over the top rope and <laughs> into came, your laps. Came right towards my buddies uh, Tyler and Andy, and Tyler didn't move at all. <laughs> it was like watching a cartoon. I watched him just kind of go look at him fly. And sort of move out of the way, <laughs> but he he landed on this lady right next, like, like oh my like, god, like in her lap. And uh, he, the lady was sitting right next to Andy. Uh, but the funniest thing is, like the uh, the announcer Jay Rose, which I give a shout out. Jay Rose is fucking awesome. Jalen Rose of the Indianapolis Pacers. He's from Indianapolis. Oh, but okay. Not he's not a Pacer. Uh, but Jay Rose came out. He's like, "You okay?" And she's like, "The the lady." She's like. Baby, I'm used to taking bumps. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. Whoa. Whoa. We're pretty sure, like, Another? I used it from context clues. I'm pretty sure that guy that landed on her was her son. Oh, okay. Because she was, like, the most vocal for him. Yeah. And she, like, that waited around and, like, gave him a hug. So I'm like, that has to be yeah. her son. Or maybe she's, like, a European heiress who's, like, Paving and paying for his wrestling career. Paying for his wrestling career. That could be too. We don't know. World's a weird place these days. Sugar Mama. Yeah. Weird. But that match was cool. Are um, you sure you're not drunk from me drinking this beer? Nope. <laughs> okay. He's not sure. He might be drunk. Um. So that was a cool match. Uh, there was a match. So there's a wrestler by the name of Warhorse. Oh yeah, I may have mentioned Warhorse. War War yeah, Warhorse mm-hmm. rules ass. That's his thing. Warhorse rules ass. Oh, whose ass does he rule? Everyone's ass master Warhorse. I don't think he rules my ass. I think he does. Put him in a room with you. Find out what happens. He will rule your ass. No. <laughs> but nope. so Warhorse's thing is like he's a heavy, he's a metalhead. Like he's a heavy metal guy. And uh, I follow him on Instagram. And the funniest thing is every Instagram post he does all in caps. <laughs> and most of the time the announcer's <laughs> like this is supposed to be red in all caps nice um, but he comes out and is doing his thing and we're like right next to the ring so we're like we, like, me and my buddy just yeah Warhorse rules ass and he goes right and he goes damn right it was like hey he looked at us <laughs> nice uh, he wrestled a guy named Levi Everett sounds like a pussy uh, so Levi Everett is an Amish man oh yeah <laughs> I regret saying that. I don't want to make fun of the Amish. So I don't know if he's actually Amish. But so this guy comes out and he's got like the, the big hat and like the suspenders and stuff. And he went around every single person in the front row and shook their hand. And he goes, Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for coming. And like I shook my hand, I go, I go, good to see you. He goes, Great to see you. <laughs> and oh came, my god. He came out with a butter churn. And he put it in the middle of the ring and started churning, and the whole crowd goes churn, 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 churn. And he, <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, it was great. He wrestled Warhorse, and uh, so towards the beginning, he pulls the butter churn out. And he's like, he's going to teach Warhouse how to churn. And Warhorse goes, I had plenty of that in college. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, but they All they right. wrestled and um, at the end, like towards the end of their match, they got out in the stands, like not stand. There was no stands, yeah, out in the crowd, and um, they got on top of one of the merch tables. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the plastic merch table, yeah. too. 
And they, uh, I believe Warhorse power bombed Levi Everett on the table. Okay. And the table just kind of like folded. <laughs> like it barely, it didn't really like crack. Yeah. It yeah. just kind of folded in like two spots. Okay. And the match was over as a count out. Oh. So they should get a rematch. So who won? No one. Oh, so Drop no got counted out. Oh, they both counted out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But so, so at, at like a couple matches after that, Jay Rose comes out. He's like, all right, because we're Black Label Pro, we're going to auction off that table at the end of the show. <laughs> they had everyone sign it. All the wrestlers sign it. Then they auctioned it off. That's kind of cool. We were an hour away from home where I'm like, I, I, I might bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how we're getting it's home. Like, why do you have a broken table? <laughs> Dude, look at it. It's signed by a bunch of wrestlers. But that, that was a fun... Yeah, what? I don't know where I would put it. I have no idea where I'd put it. Uh, that was a cool, cool match. All the matches were cool. Um, there were some AEW people that, that showed up. Oh, nice. Uh, Sky Blue, who she's like four feet tall, it looked like. She was tiny. Mm-hmm. She wrestled Anthony Green. It was a blue and green show. Okay. So it was um, like a... Intergender. Gender, intergender. Yeah. A lot of the indie stuff does intergender stuff. Hmm. Uh, also, Layla Hirsch, legit Layla Hirsch from AEW, mm. real little small Russian girl. She wrestled uh, Kevin Blackwood, which was okay. But there's a couple matches I want to highlight. There was the tag match, which was uh, the Bang Bros from Chicago, like two like kind of pasty white dudes. Versus uh, violence is forever. Did they pay them to get in a van with them? <laughs> That's Bang Bus. Bang Bus. <laughs> I think Bang Bus was on Bang Bros. I don't. I don't know what any of that is. Uh, <laughs> Were they in the VIP? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys these remember guys. that you jerked off in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Just 2005. Uh, but they went, went against Violence is Forever, which is they're the Black Label Pro Tag Champs. Okay. And they're not like the biggest guys, but they're just fucking this beefy, scary dudes. Yeah. One's got this like, his name's Kevin Koo. Uh, he has this giant like um, uh, dragon like back piece. Oh, yeah. Like very Yakuza looking back piece. Nice. And uh, he's just... Watching that dude chop these little pasty white guys <laughs> was insane. And like you could tell, like one of the dudes fell next to us and his chest was just red and like welts were already on there. Yeah. They're like halfway through the match. I'm like, oh my God. And then uh Dan the Dad wrestled. Mm. Do you guys know Dan the Dad? You talked you've told us about Dan the Dad. Do you know Dan the Dad? I do not. Uh like, he is your like dad's favorite wrestler. From Roseanne. I mean, technically. No. Okay. Uh, so D- Dan the Dad is he, he's a wrestler, but he's a dad. He okay. shows up and he wear he has a coffee mug. He has uh white New Balances most of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he came out. He comes out to Kansas. Does he wear jorts? <laughs> he does. He does. But they're like <laughs> short, short jorts. Yeah, that's the only kind, right? Okay. Uh, so he came out and wrestled a dude from uh, Ring of Honor, Rohit, uh, Rohit something. I can't remember. He's a buff guy um but he comes out and uh me and my buddy alex are like kick his ass dad and he looked right at us and goes i will 
<laughs> Fantastic. And at one point they're doing they're running the ropes. They're doing yeah. like lariats. And he Rohit goes to hit him and goes, Oh, stop. And stops and he goes, What's that? And he like points at his chest and goes, Boop. <laughs> and then halfway towards the match, uh Rohit pushes him and he goes to look like he's falling and he gets back up and he goes, Uh-uh. New balances. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't bring out the belt. Last oh couple of times I've seen him, he brought out the belt. No. It's, it's his move called the reprimand. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy sounds awesome. He's great. You should look him up. Dan the Dad. Uh, but the main event was uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, who is the Black Label Pro champ. He was a UFC fighter. Oh, yeah. Um, he came out to walk hard. The song Walk Hard by Dewey Cox. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he wrestled uh, this dude named uh, Matt Mikowski, who is like this kind of jujitsu, kind of like just pure wrestler kind of guy. And I'm not normally, the match was really good. I'm not normally like, a, it was more of a technical wrestling. It was like yeah. a lot of mat wrestling, which I'm not normally a huge fan of. Like it's kind of, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I never wrestled in high school, so I never did like the locks and stuff. But their match was super cool, and then it got pretty physical. Uh, at one point, they were on the top rope, and uh, Lawler went to slant, went to like do a, a move onto Matt, and in midair, Matt reversed it to a like a flying arm bar. Oh, that sounds wild! One of the craziest things I've seen. <laughs> Are you looking up? Well, it sounds like you had a good time. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. I like live wrestling, anyways. Like I like, yeah. we know I like wrestling. Yeah, That's I've not... been to a couple of live wrestling things. It's usually pretty fun, and yeah. entertaining. I like the smaller indie stuff a little more. I've been to the bigger stuff. Yeah. But I like the smaller stuff. There's more crowd interaction. Yeah, and like you I mean, get to talk to the wrestlers. That's how it works, right? Like, I mean, even with concerts, like the smaller, more intimate concerts are better than going to like fucking Eclipse or yeah. Deer Creek, whatever the fuck it's called. Ruoff, whatever it's Ruoff. called now. Yeah, I think that is it. But, you know, like, the smaller intimate venues are much better than that, so. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, But, yeah. It was yeah. a good time. Also, sounds like you had a lot of interaction with the wrestlers. Yes, so that, that's uh, I got cool. to talk to a few. Good. Uh, my, so, my buddy Alex uh, does a wrestling podcast. Mm -hmm. And he's pretty, they're pretty active on Twitter. And he's always telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, these guys retweeting, but the retweet this and like comment and stuff. That Matt Mikowski guy apparently like retweets a lot of their stuff and like like talks to him. Yeah. So he went and like went over to like talk to the guy after the thing. And like I came over there too. Super nice guy. And he like recognized him. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys do cool stuff. Like shook his hand. I'm like, that, I thought that was really super cool. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I got with wrestling. That's it for wrestling. I got something else. What, you guys, what ready? else we got? Oh, lalor, l a w l o r. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Fancy so, Tom. like, I was trying to think of who that was because you said UFC, and I kept. I was thinking of Robbie Lawler, and he was like welterweight champ, like not that long ago. Oh and I no! Was like that dude's in like a indie wrestling promotion. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Are you guys ready for this fun game? I have. You I'm have ready for the game. game? I'm going to need Shane to put his uh, device down. I am. I'm putting it down. Are you guys ready to hang big brain with Dave? Ready to hang big brain with Dave. I'll hang with Dave's big brain. And we'll, 
Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, hold on, let me check. They're hanging. <laughs> you should ask consent first. Oh. Dude, I thought you were touching his. <laughs> well, this got weird. Uh, anyways. Uh, Can this we play one, the game now? Uh, so we've done some movie quizzes on Sure. Him. We've done some we did, cartoons. We did cartoons. Uh, we're going to do some gaming stuff. Bro, shit. Oh, okay. This is a multiple choice question. Oh, fucking A. And it is all about the popular game. I think it's a pretty popular game. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this does not bode well. Don't worry. I simplified it. I didn't make it crazy because I know Shane is a this big not bode guy. well at all. Oh, I'm, it's funny because I'm going to like do terribly. <laughs> I don't know. Die. Some of these are pretty easy. Wait, so, are, okay, so are we buzzing in, or are you, like, asking each one of us? So you're going to buzz in. Okay. Uh, but I would ask you if you'll please let me read all of the multiple choice before you buzz in. Okay. But I did install new buzzers. Oh, shit. Shane, what's your buzzer? Hit the, hit the button. Yep. That's the one I picked for you. Okay. Russell, your buzzer's working? Beep. <laughs> I keep it simple with Russell this week. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready for question one of the dungeons? Okay, so how many? How many? Yeah, but how many uh, options are we getting? I'm sorry to There's run over you here. Four, four. Okay, it's, well, because you wanted us to not. Right. I respect that. Okay, I respect I want to. I want to make sure I'm waiting until you say everything. So the the all be D, <laughs> A, B, C, or D. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? They're all C. Maybe. I don't know. Only if C is all of the above. That'd be D. D would be none of the above. That depends. We'll They're all out. none of the above. We should probably let Dave <laughs> play the fucking game. All right. Question one. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. The original Dungeons and Dragons boxed set was released in what year? A, 1975. B, 1983. C, 1974 or D, it was never released. Beep. Russell. B. Incorrect. Mm. I can't believe you put 74 and 75 on there. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Russell or Shane. Russell's you don't even there. know who I am. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to say 74. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Correct. I knew it was 70s, but I couldn't remember if it was 70. I thought it was 77, honestly. It was not. It, I know it wasn't. <laughs> I looked it up. All right, question two, Russell. Mm -hmm. Pick it up, buddy. Mm -hmm. How many questions do we have? Sorry. Ten. ten. There's ten questions. Uh, which of the following was the first fictional setting for Dungeons and Dragons? A, Forgotten Realms. B, Blackmore. C, Spelljammer. Or D, Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Beep. Russell. The Blackmore? Correct! I got a point. Blackmore was the first fictional setting. Uh, okay. It's true. All right. It was not Spelljammer. You think it was Spelljammer? No, I didn't think it was any of those. <laughs> Did you think it was Greyhawk? Yeah. It's not. 
Morton Cannon was one of the original characters, was he not? I think so, but Blackmore was the one I looked. Okay. All right. Um, which of these creatures was created originally for Dungeons and Dragons? A. Beholder. B. Troll. C. Donald Trump. D. Goblin. Shane. Beholder. Correct. The Beholder was the first originally created D&D character. I at least knew that one. You just yeah. peeped him before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fair. That, that was an easy one. Yeah. All right. All right. We have question four. Yep. This one is an easy one. What phrase is typically used by a dungeon master where an in-game combat starts? A, to arms. Sorry, I did it wrong. To arms. Uh, B, roll initiative. C, combat time. Or D, <laughs> or D, I couldn't think of any cool story ideas, so here's 12 goblins. Ooh. My buzzer finished first. <laughs> That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. I can't. I, that was me first. Oh, I don't know. That was pretty close. Let's go to the tape. Go to the tape. How do we do that? We can't go to the tape. <laughs> we can't go to the tape. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Shane. But it was both very close. I was gonna say Shane. It was roll initiative. It is roll initiative. Maybe we should have rolled initiative to see, <laughs> oh, see who gets to answer it. Well, our DM didn't do that. He just let us role play it. Okay? <laughs> I know. Rula, I rule cooled it. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was I couldn't think of anything, so here's 12 goblins, but that's how I DM. Well, that's after you roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Number five, you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, which one of the following video games uses D&D rules mechanics? A. Baldur's Gate. B. Skyrim. D. Madden 2023. <laughs> <laughs> D. Neverwinter Nights. Or Neverwinter Online. Chain. Or Russell. What? Neverwinter Online. Incorrect. <laughs> what do you mean incorrect? Neverwinter is literally an adaptation of D&D, whereas Baldur's Gate is a hack and slash game. Neverwinter is turn-based. Oh. No, not the online one. Oh, you fucker. Baldur's Gate. Correct. So uh, Baldur's yeah. Gate was advanced D&D. Yeah, original, oh, original, original isometric, isometric uh, Baldur's Gate, too, not the Baldur's Gate action RPGs. Oh, those yeah, have there a subtitle. were computer games, weren't there? Yeah. Fine. So now I didn't even keep track of... Oh, fuck. I didn't even keep track of the points. You got, I only one, got right? one question. You only got one. <laughs> I got the All rest. Right. <laughs> so four to one. Yep. Yeah. Question six. All right. Time to catch up. Catch up, buddy, please. Uh, the campaign setting for Forgotten Realms depicts adventures occurring mainly on which fictional continent? A, uh, Golrathia, Golrantia, B, or Orthope, C, Greyhawk, D, Faerun. <laughs> Shane. Faerun, D. Gee, I wonder if he's going to get that one right. He was hitting the fucking button for four days. <laughs> it wouldn't go off. <laughs> I think it's broken. I don't know how I've gotten so many points. It's broken like that. It's bullshit. So these last four 
are um, monsters that you might encounter in Dungeons and Dragons. Have I told you to fuck off today? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> You know I spent like four years playing Pathfinder, right? (laughs) (laughs) All of that is irrelevant. Well, this one, this one's okay. It's just monsters from D&D or role-playing games. Okay. Okay. You got to give me the monster, what the monster is. Ready? Oh, okay. This is immersive. This is immersive. These aren't... uh, These these are multiple choice. Still multiple choice. Okay. Okay. You and your party are freezing in the mountains and are attempting to find shelter in a nearby town. As you make your way there, you notice a creature with an elk's head eating the corpse of a villager. What is this nasty creature? A. Wendigo. B. Skeleton. C. A lich. Or D. Robert. (laughs) Shane, your buzzer was weird. It's a Wendigo. It is a Wendigo. I would have picked Robert. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Okay. Robert, man. I mean, his name might Elk be Robert. Robert. <laughs> you know, his name might yeah. be Robert, but he's a Wendigo. Oh, yeah. Russell, I really want you to get these last three, bud. I'm probably not going to. <laughs> As you are getting ready to make camp, you and your party are greeted by a group of creatures with the head and torso of a human and the body of a horse. Who are you going to be talking to? A. Manatar. B. Dragon. C. Robert. Or D. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, buddy. I was trying to give that one to you. Shane. Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. Russell, you have an idea? Beep. Russell. Are you sure it's not Robert? <laughs> <laughs> I am sure it is not Robert. <laughs> What the fuck is a manatar? <laughs> I don't know. I made it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's centaur, if you guys didn't know. Yeah, it's yeah. centaur. I was like trying to let him have some points. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you got to do it that, for the bit. <laughs> uh, when you start to approach a fire giant's lair, you're greeted by a fire-breathing dog with bright red eyes. What type of pup is this? A, a blink dog. B, a good boy. C, <laughs> hellhound. Or D, jackal. Beep. <laughs> Russell. Is it a hellhound? It is a hellhound. Hey, I got that got one. the points. <clears throat> Shade is a good boy. It is a good boy. <laughs> boy. There were two right answers <laughs> to that question. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this game. Even <laughs> even if I wasn't winning, I would love this game. This game's fantastic. Good. This is the last one. Okay. Shane right. is winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're getting ready to meet up with your next battle when you hear hooves behind you. As you turn around, you come eye to eye with a horse with a mane and a tail made of fire. What kind of mount is this? A. Manticore. B. Nightmare. C. Pegasus. Or D. <laughs> Robert. (laughs) I couldn't get it out. Shane. Nightmare. Correct. I was going to guess that one. Notice I didn't say I knew that one, but I was going to guess that one. Really? 
a nightmare is a nightmare in like everything. It's like you know every yeah. RPG and yeah. RPG. Well, that's, that's why I was RPG. 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 Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm Morty. <laughs> All grown up. That's why I was gonna guess it. Cause it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. It's yep. Yeah. Well, this has been hanging big brain with Dave. Yes, it has been. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the quiz. I hung a quarter of brain. Yeah, you know what? You did. You a did. Buddy. <laughs> so I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do like not just movie games. So I'm trying to just do random yeah. stuff. So yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Maybe I'll I win like one that eventually. One. Hopefully, you didn't. Do. You win like the last two. You have won. You won the last one. One. You've won I won the, the, I won the one. one before that. Maybe let's put you at two. Me at one. But were you keeping track of our overall points? It or ended up being the seven wins, to two. The wins. Oh, yeah, just, just the, the wins. wins. But okay. seven to two is what. Yeah. Because yeah. the got, one we both got wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the easiest one in the whole game. <laughs> we I thought both it was Manitar. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused. I, thought, I mean, I didn't know. I Like, I knew what it was. I know it was Centaur, but I didn't know what. I didn't know if a manatar was an actual thing. It's not. So I didn't know if that was made up. <laughs> that I know of. It might be. I don't know. If, you, if you've never played D&D with me, I just, I, I read the first line of the Dungeon Master's Guide, which basically says, make anything up. And I consid- continued to do that forever. <laughs> He's made yeah. the whole game up. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. It's like, this is a monster. And people I know a lot of monsters because I'll like... How many pages are in the monster manual? 247? Give me a number between 201 and 247. Oh, Jesus. How many of those are you guys fighting? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> God damn. I would get really drunk in DM. That sounds terrifying. It would get whack. It would get really wild. Uh, Bill from Indy, if you have any stories that you would like to share on the show of me being drunk and DMing, Oh my That's god! That's a great idea. Write us battle stories, D and D battle stories. Try to keep it the at least rated R, not NC seventeen. I like that idea. Can we do a segment? There I got some yeah. stories stuff too. If we get some D and D stories, we'll do. Yeah, we we'll should do, t- we'll definitely story get uh, story time. D and D story time. That would be a good segment. You heard it, folks that are watching the thing and listening. Uh, email us. Your crazy D and D stories, and we will read them on the show. Yeah, DraftQ at gmail dot com. Hear some of our crazy D and D stories. I have several that are fucking wild. So do I. <laughs> some of them are wild because of what happens outside of the game. <laughs> oh damn! I don't know if I have that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'll fucking tell them. I'll fucking do it. All right, so someone might not please have some email friends anymore, but because I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if that's a segment you want. Let us know. Yep. And All if right. you, if you actually, that's a good point. Uh, if there, we are trying to think of other segments we can do on the show, so we're not doing the same segments every week. Um, if there are other segment ideas that you guys might have that you'd like to see us do, other than just D and D story time, uh, <laughs> which I'm super excited know. about. Please, yeah, yeah, definitely. Just email us, draftyq at gmail.com. Like the podcast. Go yeah. watch it on YouTube so we get more than me, Russell, and maybe Dave or Barry checking the 
make sure it works. We had like 13 views on oh, the did last we have video. I don't know where they came from. I didn't even post it to anything yet. Yeah. I was trying to wait till the videos got better. Yeah. Uh, every time I've every time no, I've man, looked at it, it it's like throwing out three or five yeah. three or five views. So I think it was thirteen. Wow. I don't know. It might have been me refreshing. <laughs> I don't know how it counts. We keep getting more viewers. <laughs> I don't think that works. <laughs> I would hope not, because if it did. I'm just going to waste the rest of my days refreshing YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> we finally made a dollar. We got one of those fucking <laughs> play buttons. We got a plaque. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that's the end of the show. Anybody got anything else? I don't. I mean, there's, there's always more news. We try to filter it out for you guys with stuff that we think is interesting or that yeah. Russell can make a joke out of. So, like, it, it narrows it down pretty well, that last bit. Well, that was a joke about yeah, Russell not being dig. funny. That was I didn't catch it. Well, this has been... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go on. What did you say? <laughs> I said... I said... <laughs> did you say it was shovel when you met subtle? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Let's go with that. That's what I said. <laughs> Okay. No, I just said the word shovel because it should have been a pun. Wow. <laughs> should have been a joke. Dave, you gotta stop us, man. You're hosting. End this show. Oh, I was, was trying to. We were God doing okay, it. and then it just turned into a fucking train wreck. This has been the DQB does. Nope, it's not that one. <laughs> this has been the, the streak D- is over. <laughs> no, the streak. <laughs> Uh, this has been the DQP Does Weekly. I still fucked it up. <laughs> this has been the DQP Weekly. <laughs> this has been the DQP Weekly. I'm Dave. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Shane's here, too. <laughs> the hype man. Hey. AKA the Shane Dog. Oh, woof, woof. AKA. Shane Nasting. Oh, gross. <laughs> also with me is Russell. I mean, rambling man, Russell. I can feel the veins in my neck. <laughs> A.K.A. Russellmania. Oh, yeah. A.K.A. Producer Russell. I don't have any breath left. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Give us those five-star ratings. Like and subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell to get notifications. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bye. This is the show that never ends. This is the that I'm laughing. But we all started watching it. I know what it was.
been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.